Hey everyone, you're listening to PR Hangover, a bi-weekly public relations podcast and talk show brought to you by Grand Valley State University's PRSSA chapter, and me, Courtney Fogel. Grab a cup of coffee and enjoy the show. Hi everyone, today we are at 834 Integrated Communications, and I have Kim Bodie here with me. So I'll have her... And several her, dogs. Yeah, and several dogs. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Sarge, away from the, the microphone, thanks. <laughs> so today we're going to be talking about sharing your beliefs as a business and kind of how to do that properly, how to do that effectively, and if it works for 834 and if you guys do it. So... Perfect. Yeah. My favorite topic. <laughs> Let's talk about what 834 is first. Um, So you said it, I mean, integrated communications, which essentially what that means is we manage everything under one roof. Um, So we're a smaller team. We're a team of of eight, uh, but we are probably one of the hardest working firms, I would say, within, you know, the the Tri-County area. I don't know why I said Tri-County, but it seemed seemed (laughs) like it was relevant. Um, But uh, so we manage everything from public relations, uh, digital, web design, Mm. Um, I'm sorry, Sarge just licking you in the it's face okay. right now. Um, I like the okay, yeah, but his breath is terrible. You're ter- it's terrible. Yeah, do, do you guys see Sarge over here? What is what is happening? So, um, so uh, public relations, web, digital, uh, creative, um, strategy, uh, everything essentially mm-hmm. under the communications umbrella. Yep. So, cool. So you guys are a little bit different than other firms in Grand Rapids. Um, why did you choose to do that? Um, you know, when I started, so I started out my career in nonprofit, um, and I think because, you know, whenever you're a nonprofit, you're always dealing with lack of budget, so the only way we could do the things I wanted us to do under, you know, as it related to marketing was really just to figure it out myself and learn it myself, so Mm -hmm. I did, and then I remember when I had finally raised enough money to, um, uh, hire a firm, you know, you would have to hire, like, like a digital firm or a creative firm or like a, you know, marketing or PR, there wasn't right. And that's just not feasible a for nonprofits or really for the majority of companies, you know? Mm -hmm. And, and I think you're seeing now that a lot of these, these, um, a lot of these agencies now are transitioning to more of an integrated model. Um, but you know, we, we start, we did it 13 years ago when I founded it. Um, and so I like to think that we're ahead of the curve on a lot of things, Mm -hmm. um, which actually plays really well into the topic we're going to be chatting about today. Yeah, so you have a brand voice and presence that's out there and different from other companies, um, and you also do share your beliefs. So why did you choose to do that? Um, it, to, you know, honestly, like I, I could come up with some convoluted or, or you know, really polished reason, but it just felt like the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I didn't... I didn't start out saying, oh, we're going to be very vocal about LGBTQ issues or we're going to be very vocal about women's rights or, or, you know, I just knew, one, I'm a woman. Mm -hmm. Um, I want to support other women. Um, Two, uh, you know, everyone should be treated equally. Um, I think equality for all. um, I'm very much in favor of the expansion of the um, Equality Act, the Mm -hmm. Elliott Larson um, Act, because, you know, everyone should feel protected and everyone should feel safe. And, you know, discrimination should not be um, okay in some instances or, well, ever. Um, But, you know, I think the more we talk about it as a society, the more change will happen. So... And again, you know, I didn't I didn't start out saying, oh, I'm going to be an advocate for this or that. It just really became, we're going to talk about it, and we're not mm-hmm. going to be afraid to talk about it. Mm-hmm. So political activism is something that you take pride in. 
Yeah, political activism is funny because I, I like to say I know zero about politics. I probably <laughs> spent, and I'm not kidding you, um, an hour the other day on, the, on my computer trying to figure out what ward I'm in, what precinct I'm in, <laughs> who my commissioner is, who my reps are. And it is, it's confusing, it is. you know, it's incredibly confusing. And, you know, I'm, I think, I like to think I'm a fairly, you know, educated, intelligent individual. And for, for me to spend an over an hour looking for it, um, until my husband pointed out it's that it's on my voter ID card. And then I was like, well, that was a waste of my time. I'm brilliant. But, um, you know, I think, I think it really, to me, just comes down to humanity and it comes down to humans, right, human rights. Um, and I don't think, again, that, uh, you know, it's funny to hear p- political advocate um, because I, I don't know that I look at myself that way. But, yes, did I go to the Women's March? Um, you know, yes, do I, I you know, am, do I, I lean pretty heavily liberally um but um i think to me again it just comes down to it just is the right thing to do Mm -hmm. um and i feel like the more again we talk about these topics on a larger you know using the platform that i have the more it becomes a regular topic of conversation and we can't avoid them or the conversation are you ever afraid that you'll lose clients yeah, I mean, we we even in our hiring process, we tell people, you know, we are a progressive, a very progressive agency. Um, you know, if that makes you uncomfortable, you know, that then this is probably not going to be the place for you to work. Now, we I would never ever tell employees or or anyone how to vote or how to how to lean or or whatever. But we talk about a lot of stuff here that you know. Um, could make people uncomfortable, um, depending on, on your political views. So our clients, you know, the, the topic doesn't come up in, you know, we, we deliver kick-ass marketing. Mm -hmm. Um, politics doesn't play into that, you know, in terms of how we deliver our services. Now they do know that we are, we use our platform and our social and, you know, our, our, um, my voice just in general, um, you know, to be, to be, uh, very, uh, I guess, uh, to, to address issues or to address things that are, are happening in the world. So, you know, and honestly, it's, it sparked some really great conversations with some of our clients. You wow, know, some yeah. of our clients pay attention to that. Some of our clients could literally care less. Yeah. So. That's good then. Parker James. <laughs> Sorry, giant Doberman being irritating yeah. right now. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's another one over here. <laughs> We're like, oh, this one's getting worse, yeah. so I want Yeah. To. Can we just look at Sarge right now? What is even happening? <laughs> like, he's going to take over your, get over here so you don't step on the laptop. So... Say you're representing a nonprofit like you came mm-hmm. from, and they have stakeholders, donors, and they're against a certain community. First of all, we never take on clients that we don't really truly believe in what it is that they're doing or the services mm-hmm. that they're delivering, and that goes for nonprofit, for profit, whatever. Now, we don't have any say in their stakeholders or their donors or anything like that, so I don't know that that would even come up in conversation. Now, if it's a if it's a non a nonprofit that like is fairly conservative. Um, you know, the chances of us representing a, a nonprofit like that are pretty much nil. Well, say so. they want to come out as an advocate for that community, but they have people. Ah, yes, yeah. yes. How do they go about that? You know, it's an it's an interesting conversation. We were just talking about this the other day um, in our current events meeting. So um, how, you know, sometimes you have to make a decision as a company that is going to not make you popular with some, mm-hmm. whether it's clients um, you know, followers, whatever it is. And that's a choice that you have to make. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, at the end of the day, any money that you lose making the right decision 
will eventually come back, I truly believe, to you. Um, so I think it's I think it's a way you message it. But again, you can't be afraid to talk out or talk or or to to come out in support of like a certain community, um, even if it means losing your some donors, because mm-hmm. um, those donors ideally, you know, hopefully don't represent the majority. Pride Month was just last month, mm-hmm. and I noticed several companies coming forward, changing their logo, mm-hmm. um, being, I guess, an advocate and ally. However, something that I always see is that that only happens during June. Right. And so right. I think it's important for companies, if that's the stance they're going to take, to actually take it year-round. Right. I 100% agree. And it comes off as disingenuine, you know, otherwise. I mean, we, we were one of those companies that changed our logo, mm-hmm. um, almost left it that way because it just looked way cool. Really but cool. Right? <laughs> yeah, Chelsea did a great job on that. But um, I think, you know, no one would ever say, oh, they're just coming forward for this month because we're very, exactly. we're obviously very vocal um, mm-hmm. about where we stand as it re- relates to the LGBTQ plus community. Yes. Um, but I think, you know, other companies, and I saw several companies that did it, and we talked about it internally, you know, how um, that can actually hurt your brand. Um, it can hurt your brand with, you know, um, internally with your employees. And I think mm-hmm. people forget a lot of times that your employees are your best brand ambassadors and your employees are really, quite frankly, who who builds, like, who are responsible for how people view your company within mm-hmm. the community. So I think, you know, you have to be genuine, you know, behind the scenes. You have to be genuine, you know, externally. And also, if if you truly do support the LGBTQ community, then you'll put your money where your mouth is mm-hmm. and, your vo- and your voice will be out there in support year-round. Exactly. Do you have any tips for young professionals when it comes to sticking true to their beliefs? Um... Don't be afraid. I mean, it's hard when you're in your first job or, you know, um, my husband and I were actually talking about this the other day, how, you know, he works on a a job site. Um, He is a mason. And, you know, there's conversations that happen that he make him uncomfortable, that he's he's not he's not necessarily okay with. And so, you know, how do you really address that? I don't know that there's a right right way to do it. I mean, there is a right way to do it. But um, I think. You know, just being very uh, vocal, and essentially, on what you believe. And then I think those conversations will stop ha- happening around mm-hmm. you. Um, you know, and, and I don't think you have to say, like, hey, listen, that's not cool. In some instances, you do have to say that. But I think you just say, like, yeah, you know, I was just out. Um, I was at a Grand Rapids Pride event or I went to the Pride Festival or whatever. And I think you just say, you know, make it very obvious that, who, whatever community it is that you support that, you know, that, that, that becomes honestly like part of your daily, you know, conversations or mm-hmm. dialogues, mm-hmm. but yeah. it is scary. It's scary as young professionals. I don't know. Um, I don't know that I would have probably been as, as bo- I mean, I was vocal, but I don't think about the right things when I was in my twenties, but, <laughs> um, I think, you know, it is tough as a young professional to feel, you know, know when to kind of include yourself in a conversation. Um, and I think it's just, again, I think it's just sticking to what you believe and when it makes sense injecting yourself into the conversation um, and not being afraid to. You know, mm-hmm. if, if somebody says something around you that does make you uncomfortable, you know, you can say, hey, man, like, not cool. Like, or, yeah, you know, like, I'm, I'm 
I'm not comfortable with that conversation or, you know, here's what I think or, you know, there, I think there are ways to have constructive conversations. Right now, like, our our entire society is just so incredibly, like, polarizing. I mean, yeah. everything that's happening right now, it's, it's hard to have a conversation with somebody who's on the other side of an issue. It is. Um, it, really, it really is. And, you know, um, uh, I'm working with a few small businesses and we're trying to figure out how to best, you know, how to best support the expansion of the Equality Act and what are the ways to do that. And the ways to do that are honestly sitting down with the people that are on the other side of the, the table um, as you and, and finding out why why they believe what they believe and why they think what they think. And I it took me till I was 40 years old, honestly, to not to be able to have those conversations because I, it takes it takes um, biting your tongue. It takes, you know, being willing to listen. And I think that's that's something that's very hard for all of us to do right now, especially in this political climate. It is. I just had a conversation last week with, um, with some people, and they were on a different side than I was. And we ended the conversation with them telling me that I was close-minded. And I was like, no, I'm yeah. not. I'm like the most op- – I'm yeah. so accepting and like – Open to everyone, but they said that because I disagreed with their view, and they said that I was close-minded for not agreeing with them. Yeah, and I, you know, <laughs> and some people you're just not gonna win over. Exactly, you know, and I think yeah. you just have to know when it's just time to walk it, away. Yeah, you know, I have. Um, I think we see this with with a lot of our families. Like, you know, I I lean very different politically than um, the majority of my family or my in-laws. Well. That's okay. I know to know quite frankly that those conversations I just have to avoid, mm-hmm. which is a hard thing for me to do. But also at the end of the day, I know nothing I'm going to say is going to convince them to think otherwise. Sure. Um, and it's frustrating to me, and you know, um, a bit infuriating. But it really, you just have to know when to just pull back and just. Mm-hmm. It, there's other things that you can talk about, like the weather. Yeah, <laughs> I think as. As PR professionals, we have to kind of be more aware yep. of diversity and mm-hmm. inclusion. Um, like, say, even if you don't, if you don't feel that way, right? The, as a whole, you have to. I mean, as PR professionals, we're often shaping the dialogue and the conversations that are happening in the community, mm-hmm. and I think that comes. That's a heavy responsibility, and you, we do have to be very intentional about how you know, those, those, how we're framing those conversations mm-hmm. um, because they're going to happen. And, you know, that's that's the other th- I think that's another piece of advice I can say. The conversations are going to happen regardless if you're a part of it or not. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it makes more sense for you to have, like, you know, to, to for you to, to lend your voice to it or for you to be engaged or at least educated on the things that are happening, mm-hmm. you know? Just because, like, somebody maybe doesn't agree with something doesn't mean that you shouldn't know what's going on, you yes. know? And it can avoid problems like H&M or Gucci. Yep. Mm-hmm. And because if, if, if people that are at that table making yeah. that decision don't have that awareness, mm-hmm. then they're going to really offend Well, and look at, look at what happened with Nike and the shoe, which everybody can't stop talking about, you know? But... First of all, you always wonder, how did that get past, like, product testing? Like, mm-hmm. how, nobody picked that up. But they made the right decision. Mm-hmm. I mean, it cost millions, I'm sure, but they made the right decision to pull the product. Um, and, you know, that 
that's like, a, you know, people are going to make mistakes. People are going to say the wrong things. You're going to say the wrong things. At the end of the day, the best thing you can do is admit when you're wrong, admit when you screwed up, and then what you're going to do to fix it or mm-hmm. what you're going to change moving forward. And then, yeah. I mean, we're all human and we all make, there's things I've said, I'm sure, like if I ran for political office, I'm sure people could dig up so much dirt. There's <laughs> so many things that I've said that were just, you know, like off base or just, you know, wrong. And, and you know, I think... You just have to own up to it, and you have to move forward. You just have to keep moving forward. And for for us, or for me and the agency, as long as we're continuing to make progress as it relates to you know diversity and inclusion and all the things that we think are right, um, then that's enough for me. You know, Mm -hmm. and and you and you have to be happy with those small steps because that's how change is going to happen. It's not going to happen overnight. Yeah, agreed. Any final thoughts? Um, get out there and get involved. Um, you know, if you if you believe strongly in something, then find there are plenty of wonderful organizations out there that you can put, you know, time, money um, behind, and and they would welcome you with open arms. So mm-hmm. absolutely, get involved and you know um, get out there and and don't be afraid to and, and your voice should extend outside of social media. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of people will you know, speak on social mm-hmm. media, but then that nothing's going to happen. No, no. I mean, it's a good platform to amplify your voice, but you have to get out there mm-hmm. and you, and you have to like, you know, you can't hide behind your laptop. You can't hide behind a computer. Go march, go protest, go, you know, go, go to like these events that are supporting like whatever cause you believe in. Um, mm-hmm. but get out there and get active and, you know, don't be afraid to be visible. Yeah. Definitely. Well, thank you for talking about this. Well, it's one of my favorite topics. It is. It's a good topic. <laughs> it's important, and a lot of companies don't do it well. Or, you know, I think a lot of companies are scared, too. I mean, you see bigger mm-hmm. companies where they, they – and it's understandable. They have to be a little bit more neutral, but um, I think their employees just need to feel safe in the environment that they're in. Um, and, yeah, you know. Yeah, definitely. So. All right. Well, thanks again. Well, thank you. I love this podcast. (laughs) Thanks for listening. Follow us on Twitter at GV underscore PRSSA. And check out our show notes at GVPRSSA.com.